0: hey you it's Angela the blah blah blah. um so um it's like 10 o'clock at night the day before Taylor's birthday and um I guess it really really hit me after all the hubbub of the day and the night the evening of all settled down and everything is that um so last year on her birthday I was in rehab apparently, (laughs) apparently, um, I'm not handling this very well. This first birthday being sober, and I don't want to use, it's not that, I just, it's just I have to deal with my feelings, and, and, I mean, I don't know, if she was here, I would be setting my alarm for 11.59 so that I could be the first person to tell her happy birthday. And I'd send her a text or I'd go wake her up or, you know, something. And I used to, I used to either wake her up or sing into her or call her singing to her. Um, which nobody wants to hear that in the middle of the night birthday or not, but that was just what we did. And Forty-one other women in there that I can talk to, and counselors I can talk to. And it's not that I can't talk to anybody; I have people I can talk to. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like <laughs> that everyone's kind of tired of hearing me whine about this, and and I get that. It's just I can't do anything about it because <laughs> I'm never gonna not miss her. <laughs> about what might have been, or how she would have grown up, or, you know, I don't know if I would have had grandkids, but I definitely would have had puppies. <laughs> I'm sure about that, and maybe even grand lizards, and who knows what else, but, I mean, I'm happy that Daniel's in jail because he usually does something really stupid every year on our birthday, but at the same time, I don't really have him to lean on, and you know, um, he's kind of my safety net, I guess. It's not, like I said, it's not that I don't have people to talk to. I just feel like that I've talked about this a lot and that I'm probably the only one that's, that isn't tired of hearing it, you know? I mean, I feel like y'all are even tired of hearing about it. I, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't want to be a burden to anybody. Because I miss my girl so much. (laughs) And it never really dawned on me that that, this is the first birthday that I'm, you know, clean and sober and free in the world and stuff. And, you know, that's all fine and good. It just feels different because I haven't dealt with this shit. (sighs) since it happened until last year and last year didn't really count because I was in a really safe place and I didn't have to I don't know it just feels different this year it just feels completely different and I don't like it and I, I want it to have, be over and I don't want to be sad and I don't want everyone to baby me and I don't want anybody to be tiptoeing around me I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me I just if if I can't have her back I just want it to go away which is not really me dealing with my feelings. I get that. But it doesn't mean I don't want it all the same. So, you know. Um I don't know. I honestly I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how to feel better. I don't know how to I just have to keep trying to stay busy and everything. But then when I have some downtime like right now, everything falls apart and I'll come unglued and I just don't want to keep doing that. I mean, I know, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be the rest of my life. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is just what I had to expect twice a year for sure. Or, you know, if I can figure out some way to somehow make this a little bit easier and because I can tell you right now that I don't know how I'm going to stop crying. And my chest hurts. And I think my chest hurts because my heart is broken, because my heart is in good shape. Otherwise, I already know that. But I honestly can tell you that I know what it feels like to have a broken heart because mine's broken. And it's always going to be broken. And I don't want Daniel to worry about me. So, I don't want to be upset when I talk to him on the phone tomorrow. I mean, it's just all these things running through my head. I've got so many things that I need to pay for. So many things that I need to do. And I'm overwhelmed. I'm really, really overwhelmed. And I would be overwhelmed anyways. But then her birthday on top of all that is just making it that much worse. So... that's kind of just where I'm at, and you know, there's, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to be any better, I honestly don't, so, I mean, it is what it is, it's never going to change, it's never going to get better, it's never going to get easier, it's certainly never going to not hurt, I just miss her. I miss her as much as I love her, or vice versa, or whatever, I mean, I just, I didn't know that this birthday was going to be this hard, because I thought, you know, well, I've already been through one of her birthdays, clean and sober, it's going to be fine, but that was in there, this is out here, this is the world, it's different, I can't explain how, it just, it just is. I'm just, I'm not happy. I'm not comfortable. I'm not at ease. I'm overwhelmed. And I have to figure out some way to fix that. And I need to do it soon because I can't keep going on like this. This is not good. It's not healthy at all. And maybe I'm just a little delicate because I did have my trauma counseling today, but. honestly it's going pretty well (laughs) all things considered so there's that but anyways I'm gonna go for now I'm gonna go in and go to bed um tomorrow's a big day I've got plenty of plans let's just hope I don't cry all the way through them okay (laughs) wish me luck thank you all for listening Hey y'all, this is Angela, the blah blah blah. uh, Please forgive the car sounds. I'm in my car again, headed out somewhere. Um, Well, headed to work actually. I'm trying to, in my quest to try to stay busy, um, I have to utilize my time to the the best of my ability. So, this past weekend was Taylor's birthday, and I vowed that I was going to be busy, busy, busy all weekend, and I was. I think I already talked to y'all. Well, I may not. I just had a little meltdown on Friday night. Friday night, we went to a, a, a Christian comedy club and fellowship. And it just for women only. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. I bought some really, really, really cool books. And um, just got to spend time with my Mary Kay mama and um, two, uh, her cousin and another lady that is on our team. And we just had the best time. Um, we had a little experience at IHOP but it turned out okay because they comped our food because it was. <laughs> we had like three waiters and none of them got our order right and then once once we finally got one that did he forgot to put the order in and so it was a big ordeal but anyways we, they comped us our whole meal and we just went from there so um, and it was so good so it's kind of hard to complain but it was really late when we got home and I was super tired so fast forward to Saturday Saturday, my my Saturday plans had, were kind of set, um, like a week ago, I called one of my closest and longest friends, and then I called my, my (laughs) sister wife, (laughs) my ex-husband's wife, and we all went, um, to this little bar in Richardson, and to see, um, one of our other lifelong friends play music, and... Actually, he's going to be on my show here in the next couple in the next month or so uh, talking about his music, so that'll be cool. Um, But it just had me thinking about like I wasn't thinking I was gonna feel some type of way, but as soon as I saw him, because we had this thing, you know, back 40 years ago almost, and um, (coughs) it's crazy what sticks with you. Because, look, I was such a young fool, but I believe that that was probably my very first love. I mean, if I'm being honest, um, and I'm not going to tell too much of his story because he's going to tell it when he comes on, but suffice it to say that he's very happily married and that's awesome because he's such an awesome person. You would just, y'all are going to love him whenever you meet him (laughs) on my show, um, it, you know, it has me thinking about a lot of things. and um, one thing that he said was that was that she lets him be him. and you know, I'm just kind of curious like what that feels like. I don't know that I've ever I don't know that I've ever experienced that. and I'm not saying it's because of the the guys. I'm saying it's because of me because what I have realized is that I've turned myself inside out to be the person that this other person wants me to be or what I think he wants me to be. And before you know it, I'm the codependent one in the relationship, trying to love us both, but love us, love enough for two. You know, like I'm not even sure how it happens. Um, I have really—that's one thing I really, really need to be mindful of. Um, I feel like that—that one of my biggest exes, uh, the one before this last one, um, that you know, that I was, that I did get to be my true self with him and that he did love me for me, but it kind of backfired because then he betrayed me so badly that I feel like it was because I was being me, you know, like that was what I carried away from that and what I carried with me, you know, <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, is that all of my exes probably didn't work out because of the simple fact that I was a, an active drug, a, drug addict, you know, like. And that's just, that's just plain and simple. I mean, that, that drug was always gonna be put first and whether they used or they didn't use, and if they didn't use, then they didn't know, I was secretive about it. And so that's no way to have a relationship either. And, you know, just all of these things all come back to the one simple thing that drugs basically were ruling my life for a long, long, long time. Longer than I even wanted to admit until I went to rehab. And that just really makes me sad. Like, I've wasted my whole life this far, thus far, whatever, up to now. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm a little blonde today. Um, Up to now, making drugs my significant other. Like, that's crazy to me. And, you know, and no matter how well I pulled it off or didn't, and no matter how, how many jobs I could get and hold for a bit and you know and this and that and the other I mean it's just the simple fact is is that I was miserable and I was never gonna be happy until I fixed that and I am just gosh I don't know how many times I can tell y'all how safety saved my life and how thankful 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 I am to have even gotten to experience it because I am happy I'm happy and I don't have a, a house yet I don't have um I don't have a significant other yet, and my son is in jail, but he's safe. But I'm happy. I'm really, really happy. I don't, uh, you know, except for like the Taylor birthday meltdown, that doesn't count in the segment prior to this one. That doesn't count, but as a whole, I'm pretty happy. And, And before I would have thought that I needed, you know, any one of those things, drugs, a boyfriend, or whatever places, the different places stay, and so on and so forth, but, I mean, I'm telling you right now that that none of that matters without, if you're not right in your head, and you're not right with God, um, so, uh, the other thing that I wrote down, yes, while I was in the middle of a bar was, um, um, you know, what it means, what it means to have a partner, I already read you that, um, let's see, so, let me just wing it, I, I know the general, uh, the the general concept, that's it, sorry, (laughs) like I said, I'm blonde today, um, so, uh, when I was talking with my friend, the we, you know, we talked about a bunch of different stuff because he played four sets and then in between we got to chat. But um, it, it also made me think about, okay, so our situation was the kind where, so remember that we're like 14, 15, 16. I think he was 16 and I was 15 or 14. I can't remember, but um, I know what year it was. <laughs> But um, um, he had a girlfriend, and so we. And but my, but his best friend at the time and my best friend were a couple, and so the four of us were always all together, and we got really really close. And we never really did anything sexually. Um, I don't even think we ever even kissed, except for like a maybe a grandma kiss, if that. Um. But we were just really, 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 really close, and we talked all the time, and we saw each other all the time. And, you know, and he and I were talking about that, you know, that whole double dipping thing, and his girlfriend, and and, you know, where did I fit in, and blah, blah, blah. And I I started thinking about how I am uh, the other woman in a lot of scenarios, not now, not now, but I used to be. I used to be, and, you know, and I don't know if that's, I feel like that doesn't really say much about my character, but here's why. I mean, maybe not about my character, but just about the kind of people that I hung around, maybe, I don't know, because I know for a fact that it was all a sexual thing for them, not for me, and then, and, you know, but they, but, no offense, guys, but guys, y'all will say a lot of things to get a woman in the bed, and, you know, and, not always good it's never good but but it is what it is and y'all will lie and scheme and you know and i've seen that firsthand so don't tell me that you don't and i and don't get me wrong there's plenty of women that do that too i don't have firsthand knowledge of that because i don't date women but um but in 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 so many situations even if it's just been a case of where like the guy was dating two of us you know, nothing serious on either part. But then he decides to get serious. And he's always getting serious with the other girl, and I've always wondered what in the hell's wrong with me. So in trauma counseling, we're talking about you know one of my five-year-old feelings is or beliefs is that I'm unlovable, and maybe somewhere in my subconscious, I have been choosing to be with people or around people that are absolutely not available, but just to make sure that I can keep that belief in my head that I'm unlovable. I know it all sounds so psycho crazy and everything else, but, you know, on the back end, it really does make a lot of sense, and, I mean, like, it just makes me think, geez, Louise, what the hell's wrong with me? Like, I've got a lot of problems. (laughs) It's not really funny, but you have to laugh at yourself. I mean, I'm at least working on stuff, and... Hopefully, I'm aware now that I'm doing this dumb stuff and just ugh. I mean like like for example Okay, so I wouldn't mind having a, a significant other to share things with and dah, dah, dah. But I by no means want it to be someone that's just gonna fill a void or a hole or whatever I think this may be until I can get myself right for my perfect mate or whatever, you know, like That's not cool. That's not fair and and it doesn't even make any sense so I know it would never, it's time for me to be with someone to meet someone I know God's going to send me the perfect the person that's perfect for me and they're going to be pretty great because I've been through so much and you know and all his promises are sevenfold so I am just I'm just trying to get me ready to be in love with me and I'm getting there I mean I'm slowly getting there Weeding out all the trash and 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 getting through, you know, uh, all of this awareness of self is so—it's very enlightening. Don't get me wrong; it's very, very enlightening. But at the same time, it just makes me look back and go, "My gosh, wow!" Like this chick is a piece of work. It's a wonder that I've had any people in my life long term. <laughs> I mean from my point of view. Now, I'm not going to share all that with y'all because I don't really remember a lot of it, but I mean, I remember how I, how things made me feel, and I can see so clearly all of the patterns of repetitious just nonsense, you know, the the dating of a married man, the dating of, of someone who's got a significant other, and just thinking that I'm going to be the one that they're going to settle down, you know, I someone has told me more than once that I'm not the girl you take home to mama, I'm just the fun girl, the party girl, and that pissed me off, because moms love me, (laughs) and, and, you know, shame on them for putting me in that category, and that's how I know a lot of times it was just for sex, because, I mean, why else would you do that, you know, and I can tell you that I don't really try to hit on other, other people's men, I don't really, that most of the time in my mind, we're really good friends and that they cross. crossed, they helped, we crossed it over the line together, but it wasn't a conscious effort, like I, it wasn't that from, you know, going in, like it wasn't ever, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this much, I won't ever do it again. I've been cheated on by everybody I've ever been with, and that, And I mean, if you don't think Karma's a bitch, well, I can tell you that she is, and she will take care of you, <laughs> I promise you. So, you know, like I'm just I don't know, uh, I just it was just a really, really self discovery week kind of weekend, and um. And it really just, I mean, it went by really fast, but it was, it was so much fun. And I remember what it's like to get out among people and just have a good time. And that's what we did. And I am so happy that, that I made all those plans and, and followed through with them because look, Saturday, I had already talked myself out of going and I was just gonna just call everybody and say, look, I'm not coming, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't because I wanted to see my friend and I wanted to surprise him. And and I did, and we did. Um, su- we really, really surprised him a lot. And so, you know, uh, it was really cool. And I'm so happy that we went, and for no other reason than for me to just get to see my friend. Because, you know, we have shared a lot over the years. And I can tell you that we've been friends for, like I said, about 40 years almost. Um, three years, so 37 years, I mean, you know, let's just call it a spade, call a spade a spade, it's 40, um, we can round up at this age, no problem, whatever, um, It's it was worth it to see someone so happy to see you somewhere you know like because that's how close we've always been and throughout the years you know we've stayed in touch not like we should have but we have and we've always been able to just pick up right where we left off and you know and i'm and i know that i've told him things that i've never told anybody else and you know here's why because whenever i tell you that he really is just a straight arrow he's never drank he's never done drugs barely cusses if he cusses at all and um he does have one vice it's women because he's got seven kids but (laughs) that's just a joke we make but it is true but you know he doesn't judge anyone like at all like no one and you know for me that's the draw for me for him he says it's because i'm a genuine person and i and i will you know i'm not a fake, or on the surface, or whatever, that, you know, what you see is what you get, and, and that's why we mesh so well, because we both meet a need in the friendship realm of what that, you know, what it looks like, or whatever, um, I feel like I'm talking a lot of psychobabble, um, I hope, I hope I'm not losing you with all this, um, my therapist is always asking me, you know, well, did that meet your need, and they did the same thing in rehab, does that meet your needs over time, so I've been trying to Yes, I'm learning stuff. Be proud. I'm trying to, you know, continue retraining my brain to think about, you know, are my needs being met? And, um, you know, with this relationship, because if not, then I either need to have a conversation about how to change it or a conversation about how to lose it. So, you know, um, and I, and, you know, and I'm okay with all that. I'm, I'm really okay with all that because, uh, I've just... I just want to be better and i know if i'm my best self then 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 that's the kind of people that will draw to me are people also you know in their best self hopefully um you know they you know what they say you you get what you give and whatever you put out in the universe will come back to you so anyways um i uh i just didn't want the whole episode to be just about me being extremely distraught and sad and you know that that prior segment was pretty rough for me I know it's pretty rough for (laughs) y'all but you know it it had to happen and that's why I have this podcast so I can work all that stuff out and I'm just so thrilled that that so many of you are going on that journey with me did I tell y'all that I now have listeners in seven countries. We just added Israel to um, to the list of countries. So shout out to Israel. Um, I I don't even know what to say about all that. Like seven countries? Are you kidding me right now? That is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's just so crazy. I um I couldn't be more proud and more thankful, and just you know just amazed that that y'all are on this journey with me. Um, I can tell you that a lot of this I couldn't do without y'all listening. I mean, don't get me wrong whether anyone listened or not, I would still be doing this podcast. Because like I tell y'all all all the time, it's the cheapest therapy you'll ever find. (laughs) And you know, I'm still one of those people that once I get something in my head, I gotta write it down or talk about it and get it out. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's just the way I've always been and that hasn't really changed any. Like I said, I was taking podcast notes at a bar. <laughs> so if that tells you anything, there you go. Um anyways, I'm almost at work now, so I'm gonna wrap up this segment. But just know this. I am grateful for each and every one of you. And if you listen all the time or if you listen one time, I'm still grateful. Um I have a lot of loyal listeners, and I, I'm just over the moon about that. Like, I wish I could thank you all individually. I honestly do. And I hope that, that you you know how sincere I am, and you can feel how grateful I am, because I couldn't, can't really put it into words, honestly. My gratitude is immense, and my cup runneth over, and I'm just so thankful and blessed, and I love you all for listening. Bye.